the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. I imagine that most of you listening to me today are going through some hard times. in fact, I'm not used to recording from my office. Usually, I'm at the uh, Salem studios. But the coronavirus has brought us new challenges to face. So join with me and see how our faith can get us through these tough times. First, let's pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. We love you, we praise you, we thank you, and we bless you. And Lord, even in these difficult times, we will not fear, we will not be anxious, because we know the God who is on the throne. Uh, Lord, you are on the throne, you are sovereign. This is not a surprise to you, and we honestly believe, Lord, that you can take this and turn it into good for us, and so we pray that our faith would be strong, we pray that our focus on you would be strong, and that in everything we do, Lord, we would bring you tremendous glory. So we love you, we thank you and praise you now, and look forward to what you have for us this day, and in this message. In the name of Yeshua, amen. So, during this season, there are so many challenges. We see them not only personally, but also for our radio ministry and our congregations. And so, if you can send a love gift, we would certainly appreciate it. We are having our Shabbat services on Facebook Live, not in person, unfortunately. But uh, last week when we did Facebook Live, um, and and the past couple weeks, it's gone really well. So you can see us uh, there, or just go to Shoresh David Tampa on our Facebook page. And if you're only interested in messages, you can see that they're archived on our website, shereshdavid.org. Uh, 
So either way, we'd love to um, be in relationship with you during this difficult time. And as you can imagine, our Passover celebration is canceled. However, we expect to celebrate Passover on Facebook, online. Now, this is the way we're going to do it. If you would like to join us, we would like you to do certain preparations. So if you call Karen at 813-831-5673, she'll get out the materials for you so that you can have your Passover along with us when we have it. We will probably be doing it the evening of the 8th of April, which is the first night of Passover. If you have listened to this program since January, you know that I've been focusing on faith because that is what I'm focusing on in my personal walk with the Lord. So I'm just sharing what's going on with me with you. And in Hebrews 11:6, it's a key scripture regarding faith. It says, "Now without faith, it is impossible to please God." For the one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. There are two aspects in the scripture of faith that we need. Now, first, it says that we need to believe God exists. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> this is not a difficult thing for me. I hope it's not a difficult thing for you. Uh, God exists, so I've got that one covered. But the second one is to believe that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. Now, in many ways, I certainly have this one covered too, but, you know, in some of the other ways, I, I'm still working this out, if you understand what I mean, right? I really relate to the man in Mark 9:24, which says, immediately the boy's father cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. <laughs> can you relate to that? <laughs> uh, I certainly can. So what is God's message to us in these difficult times during this coronavirus? I'd like to use Hebrews 10 for some of those answers. So Hebrews 10, starting with verse 19, and we'll look at 19 through 21. We'll go through a few of the verses in Hebrews 10. So if you'd like to get your Bible out and just turn to that, it'll be a good place to be. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have boldness to enter into the holies by the blood of Yeshua. So the first thing is we need boldness. The enemy is seeking to make us timid. The enemy does that with distractions and also putting doubt in our mind. So we have to enter into the holies. The holy of holies is, we discussed this a few weeks ago, this is where the presence of God lived when in, in the, um, with the ark there and God's word in it. And so by faith, we need to be in God's Word. This is one of the, the keys, I believe, to having the boldness is not only to have faith in the Lord, but to have faith in God's Word. We do this, and it says, by the blood of Yeshua. So what does that mean? 
Well, by faith, we must believe in Yeshua as Lord. By faith, we must believe his blood was shed for us in order to have atonement from our sins. And by faith, we are clean and are welcomed to be close to God. The curtain of separation is torn when Yeshua was crucified. And it says also, as we continue in that verse, which I guess I didn't read it all, so I should go back there and, and read the entire thing. It says um, that... Well, I'll read the whole thing. Hebrews 10, 19. Uh, Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have boldness to enter into the Holy of Holies by the blood of Yeshua. He inaugurated a new and living way for us through the curtain that is his flesh. We also have a Kohen Gadol, which is a high priest, over God's household. Okay, so what I was referring to now is that we have a Kohen Gadol. We have a high priest who protects us and intercedes for us to the Father. Don't you find that amazing? I find that really amazing. And, and just so that we, you know, I love to back up Scripture with Scripture. Don't you? So in Romans 8.34, it says, Who is the one who condemns? It is Messiah who died and moreover was raised and is now at the right hand of God and who also intercedes for us. And, and we see it in other places. Hebrews 7.25, Therefore, he is also able to save completely those who draw near to God through him, always living to make intercession for them. I find that very exciting. Messiah is making intercession for you and for I. So the next verse, this would be in uh, 10.22, it says, So let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and body washed with pure water. So as we look at this verse, we say, true heart. What does true heart mean? And it means when someone is faithful or loyal, someone you can depend on. And and the question, of course, is can God depend on you? (laughs) Right? He's faithful. The question is, are we? Are we going to be faithful in our faith? And then the next part of that verse says that we are to have full assurance of faith. So what does that mean? Well, it's faith that doesn't waver, faith that's strong, faith that will continue. Full assurance is when you're, you're giving your guarantee, right? And so we are guaranteeing that we will come to the Lord with faith, with boldness. And then it says... And uh, that we are, um, we are sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. So what's uh, an evil conscience here? Well, uh, I, I went to 
uh, Google just to get some ideas of what they thought. And I, I read this and I thought, okay, this, this explains it really well. It's an, e an evil conscience is a conscience that continues to feel the guilt of sin. An evil conscience is a conscience still burdened. An evil conscience is a troubled conscience. An evil conscience is a conscience diseased by guilt. Guilt is heavy, and it is oppressive, and by its very nature suffocates the soul. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, I thought so. So uh, what we see here is that we're to draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. So we now know that our hearts have been cleaned by all the things that I just read, right? And our body washed with pure water. So pure water refers to the fact that God is telling us that by faith, uh, we must be assured we are clean. Part of coming to the Lord is to have that kind of assurance that we have the, the cleanliness that is necessary because we've sinned, and if we allow that guilt to stay in our hearts and our minds, it's going to be very hard to go get close to God, right? Okay. So in verse 23 it says, Let us hold fast the unwavering confession of hope, for he who promised is faithful. So by faithful, we, by um, faith, I'm saying, we are completely sure he is faithful. It is important to have gone through first that God is faithful and that we have strong faith. So what I'm saying here is that our, it says an unwavering confession of faith, our faith has to be unwavering and it has to be confessed right? And because we have this in our heart now, God is able to give us instructions. So these first few verses that we've read uh, give us instructions and uh, I, in terms of, of really how we are to uh, have faith, it's supposed to encourage us and strengthen us, but now God wants to tell us how to behave, right? So in verse 24, it says uh, the following, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good deeds. So God wants us to be an encouragement. And I believe this is really a, a strong word for us during this time with the coronavirus. We have to learn how to be an encouragement. So in this case, our ability to do right by God is our ability to inspire others so they will show their love for others and they will exhibit good deeds. So it's sort of like passing it on. Um, as, as we do it to them, they will want to do it to others. And, and good will be um, going forth from person to person. And they will be encouraged from person to person. And this certainly is not happening on the TV. 
as I read, I watch the TV, I, I get a little depressed. I don't know about you. It, it's just uh, full, uh, always what is going on that's terrible and wrong and, and very little of encouragement, which is why this message is so important for you and me during these times. God wants us to encourage. The test for us is whether or not we can inspire others. Now, look, inspiration is different than teaching, okay? Um, You can, in your teaching, you can inspire, but the key is to inspire first. If you look at this scripture, uh, it's clear. Let us consider how to stir up one another, how to inspire one another to love and good deeds. So it's not telling you to teach about love and good deeds. It's telling you to inspire others to be an inspiration rather than to tell them what the facts are of how to love and do good deeds. You get it? So we're not supposed to nag to get somebody to do something. That's also different. This is going to require a little bit of creativity. Are you ready for some creativity? Okay. So since we're quarantined to the a large degree, we will not be able to go visit them for the most part. However, we can call email, text, we can FaceTime, video chat. There are all sorts of things that we can do and use to encourage people. Your challenge will be to say something so positive that they will want to do the same for someone else. You don't have to do it like, you know, where they give a message on Facebook, you've seen it, and they say, okay, copy it and pass it on, right? You don't have to tell them to pass it on. They will be so encouraged, they will want to pass it on. There's a difference. So, as an example, if, if you're a housewife with children at home, and because they're not in school, you're being asked to carve out some time to encourage others. You can also see this as a challenge by um, maybe inspiring your children. This is a time when you are teaching at home, and rather than saying, oh, well, I'm not either able to go to work or accomplish all my deeds, say, wow, I have an opportunity to encourage my kids. And so let's get creative on how to encourage them. My point is this, that by faith, you are not focused on the fact that you are frazzled, but rather on how to encourage others, right? God is asking us uh, in this crisis to apply Philippians 2 in our lives. You know, verse 3 of Philippians 2 says this, Do nothing out of selfishness or conceit. But with humility, consider others as more important than yourselves, looking out not only for your own interests, but also for the interests of others. 
have this attitude in yourselves, which also was in Messiah Yeshua. Look, faith in the Lord gives us the motivation to love. Faith in the Lord gives us the ability to love, to overcome our circumstances. Faith in the Lord gives us the strength to love others first, even when we don't feel loved. You might not feel loved this day except by the love of God, and even that you might not be sure of. But you know what? Faith requires us to have the strength to love first. And even if we don't get love in return, faith is the action of Matthew 22:37. You know where uh, Yeshua said to him, you shall love Adonai your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Right? Okay, so the action of doing that is what we're talking about. Look, finally, the last verse in this grouping is one you're all familiar with, back to Hebrews 10, and it's verse 25, and it says, Do not neglect our own meetings, as it's the habit of some, but encourage one another, and all the more so as you see the day approaching. So, how do you apply this verse? Well, don't neglect means don't be a hibernate. Uh, don't hibernate, right? During this uh, coronavirus, it's very easy to just do your own things and be at home and and not deal with people. But I believe that God gives us a number of test runs to practice what we should be doing, and I believe this is our, the coronavirus is our test run. Sometimes, when God's people don't get his message to them, he has them walk around the desert for 40 years. And then he says, oh, let's try it again with a new generation. <laughs> let's not be them, right? Be creative. As I was walking outside, one of my neighbors asked me if they could shop for me. I said, no, thank you, because I didn't need them to shop for me. But this is the kind of thing that we need to do for one another. We need to care. We need to think. Look, uh, Scripture says to encourage one another, and it says, as you see the day drawing near. Which day? Well, I think it's the end of days. And whether or not you believe that God sent this virus is not as important as how you react to the challenge. It's a test. Now maybe I see, I am seeing this through the end of days theology that I have, and that is that I believe we're going to go through the tribulation. But regardless of what you believe about that, I still believe that this is a test run. And how will the people of God react in times of distress? And uncertainty, we're definitely there. Our faith must direct us to problem-solving and direction so that we can be faithful as he is faithful. Consider making a list of those people who could, who could use encouragement today. Who do you know who could use encouragement? Then consider how you are going to encourage them. You don't have to reach them all today, but make sure you reach some today and some tomorrow and the next day, and you'll 
take care of your list. Now, there are plenty of scriptures, which I really don't have time for, that talk about encouragement. Let me just give one uh, scripture to you uh, that I like from Proverbs 12:25. An anxious heart weighs one down, but a good word cheers him up. So have a good word. Well, this is all the time we have today. As I mentioned, um, we are challenged as well as many people are financially, so if you can give a love gift, we'd appreciate it. Uh, come watch our services on Facebook Live at SureshDaveed.org, and call Karen if you would like to join us online for the Passover Seder and be prepared. Call her at 813-831-5673. We'll get the materials out to you. So may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Join me as we close in prayer together. Abba, Father, Teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah. God of Israel